Welcome to Winning with the Burns, a podcast for highly ambitious people who have a burning desire to learn what it takes to win at a high level. Hey guys, thanks for joining us again today. You know, Nick, we always talk about winning and what that looks like. And a lot of times we talk to people that have had high success in the, you know, in the world. People look at them like, oh, they're successful, they're successful. But a lot of times winning is really just leveling up, getting to another level and being a better version than your generation, being a better version than what you were just a year ago. And we've got a very special guest that I know we're super proud of. She is just blossomed and grown just in the last year, and her ceiling is so high because of her believing in herself right now. Yeah, you just you never know what's inside of somebody. And what I love about our business, and it's not for everybody. Our business is not for, for everybody. Some will, some won't, right? But our business, it allows people to blossom. You know, because you have some, you have a little bit of success. Your self-esteem goes up. Your confidence goes up. We're big on self-development. You know, we always are talking about different books we're reading on our, our daily coaching call because uh, I believe if you're growing, um, all you're doing is elevating your business. But, um, Michaela, I want to kind of kind of talk about you know uh, where you're from, you know where you grew up, how you even got to Georgia because you got that Wisconsin ass accent. But um, so, where, where are you from? I'm originally from Superior, Wisconsin. I was living there for majority of my life. Um, growing up was a little bit rough. You know, we, we lived in a broken down trailer home with me and my brothers and sister. And um, we didn't always have the nicest things. You know, we um, sometimes we didn't have electricity or we had to boil water to take a bath because we didn't have a hot water heater. And, you know, sometimes we'd have to put five to ten bowls on the floor to catch water when it rained. So, you know, I may have been born into that lifestyle, but I knew that's not what I wanted for my future. So fast forward through high school a little bit, I graduated six months early so that I could be on my own and work full time and provide for myself. And that's when... I decided to make the shift to come down here to Georgia. I just wanted a change of scenery, kind of just wanted to start over with a clean slate. And um, that's when I got brought into the business not long after coming here to Georgia. How old are you? 25 right now. 25. So how old were you when you came down to Georgia? When I came to Georgia, I just turned 21. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And you were living, you were living in, up the road in Noonan, right? I was, yep. I had uh, moved into my grandfather's old home and, um, you know, didn't quite like that house. So I sold it and came over here to LaGrange. And not soon after that, I, um, I ran into you and Jonathan. So what were you doing before you got into the insurance business? Before I got into insurance, I was in home health care. So that was my specialty. That's what I felt comfortable in, was taking care of people, um, going into their homes every day, and just helping them with their daily activities of living. Gotcha. The pay wasn't always great, but What'd you, you felt make? good about yourself. What, what did you make? I made just $10 an hour doing that. So how much would you bring home in a month? So you got paid every two weeks. I think you told me that a while back. Yep, biweekly. Um, every single month, I would probably take home maybe 900 if I was, you know, if I had put in some extra hours. And so that's a monthly income. 1000 a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
So when, when you first came came to us, you know you were, um, you know you you had just gotten your license. You had never sold anything before, right? That's correct. I didn't know the first thing about insurance at all. Have you done any kind of sales before that? Never. I've been in home health care and uh, the food industry, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, you know, early on when, when you started doing it, because all you've done is virtual sales. You know, that's the only types of sales of insurance you've done since you've been with us. Mm-hmm. Um, was it tough early on? It, it was, but you have to get over that learning curve, you know. And you and Jonathan have given me the materials necessary to make – this business be successful for myself. And it's all about self-motivation and speaking with confidence and helping families. Yeah. You, you are very coachable. At times I felt like you weren't coachable, but you were always listening, even though you would kind of argue a little bit, but you mm-hmm. would always eventually listen and do. Um, were, were you skeptical at first about it, because some of the questions that you had asked me, I remember vividly one, we were in, in the living room, you were like, well, you know, you, you write a policy, and I, I, when you get paid, what does it say? And I looked at you like, what the hell is she asking? And so I figured out what you were asking, and I was like, you know, the company you worked for before, um, when they paid you on your bank statement, what did it say? And we're like, well, it says the name of the company. I said, it's going to say the name of the insurance company when you get paid. But were you kind of skeptical about – because you had watched me. You had watched me, you know, over the course of a couple weeks. You had watched me write a bunch of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, were you kind of skeptical? I had, I had my reservations okay. about the business. I'll be honest, I did. Um, when I was brought into the business, I wasn't given all of the information about what the business was, you know, the process of getting in touch with families. I wasn't quite sure. And I watched you like a hawk for like a week straight on these appointments. And I didn't, you know, I knew that you were successful and you and Jonathan were successful, but I, I just needed that reassurance from you to just, you know, this is how this works and you can make it in this business. Well, you've grown. I mean, JB, she is, <clears throat> I mean, like you, we were talking just last week, you even walk in this office different than you did six plus months ago. Um, what this business has done is, is, is raise your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, just from the outside looking in is, is it, I feel like it's, you know, there, and cause there's more out there for you, but it's completely changed. Um, you know, money doesn't change people. Money doesn't success. Money don't change people. If you're an ass broke, you're really going to be an ass with money. If you're a humble person, a giving person, broke, wait till you get some money. You're going to be even more giving. You're going to be even more humble. Um, but what this business has done for on the outside looking in, what it's done for for you is, it's just giving you more hope, more hope for a better future. It has and. Um, I got started in January of 2021. That's when I officially had both feet in the water full time. I had nothing else on the side. This was my main income. I was going to, I was determined to make this work. I wasn't going to just slip through the cracks and let it fail. So I was determined. And when I first started, I was actually running my appointments from home and it was good, you know, I, I always had you guys here at the office to help me if I needed anything. But when I made the transition to work 
primarily from the office, that's when, like you said, the last six months just kind of took off. Yeah, I'm around like-minded people who are in the business 24-7. I see it work every single day. I don't have time for people to put me down and tell me it doesn't work when I'm around all these great-minded people that are making it happen. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about that. No. Well, I, I love that, you know, coming from your background, Michaela, because my wife has a similar background that you have. But for you, because there's so many people that say, well, I didn't have a chance. You don't understand where I grew up. Like, they, they use that as a crutch in life. They say, well, I didn't give an opportunity. I, you don't know where I live, JB. You don't do this. But there was something that made you want to be more than what you had. What was that at a young age, such a young age, that says, I need to break this generational curse? I need to get out of this situation. Like, for you, what was that moment that said, there's got to be something better than this? I mean, right after, you know, going through high school is what I would say. I knew that I didn't want that poverty life to be my future, so I, I graduated six months early. I got my first apartment at 16 years old. I was, you know, I'm an overachiever. I have my standards set to the highest I can possibly set them to. So when, when this opportunity came to me, I grabbed it and I took hold of it and I said, I'm not going to fail at this. Because what other opportunity is there that you don't need any college experience. You don't need any previous insurance experience. You just need the materials necessary and put your head down and go to work. But but to your credit, you do go to work. Mm-hmm. And so many people sit on the sidelines that they won't make a phone call or they sit around, they make excuses. And you're just kind of like, I'm asking questions because I'm trying to get better in this business. You don't miss a call. You're on every call that we have. It You associate with the right people. And I think... For you, the best thing that ever happened to you was to get out of Wisconsin, to get away from that situation. Because when you're in like, and I hate to use this term, but like when you're in a cesspool where it's this negativity and people think that's the norm, when you get out of it and you're, you look at the outside looking in, you're kind of like, oh, my goodness, I don't want to go back in there. I want to stay over here. And so like you see a side of all the guys and, pe- and gals that are on the call, they're successful. You're like, I want to be a part of that. I don't want to go back to a different life. Like, that's who I want to associate with and run with. That's right. I, I, I've i always strived for being an overachiever. And when this opportunity came to me, like I said, I just I didn't want to fail at it. And being here with you and Nick, Nick it's it's changed my life because I don't have to – that doesn't have to be my future. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So what are some goals that you have right now for um, – because you're young – you're young in the business, but you're also young. What are some goals that you're wanting to do um, in the business and then also in life coming up? Well, a lot of people I work with here in the office have inspired me. I really do want to hit sales manager in my business. So I'm I'm more open talking about the business with the people I associate myself with. Um, family, friends. I mean, the greatest thing about this business is that you don't have to be local. I can go and tell people in Wisconsin that you can do this. You don't have to be down here in the South with all of us to make it work. You can work from home. You can be a mom of, you know, five kids and work from home and and be there for your kids and still have a successful business. So that's one of my favorite things about the business. You can bring anybody in. 
and they don't have to be just local here. It could be anywhere. I think that's the beauty about, you know, our business in general and, you know, and especially our culture. It don't matter where you come from. You, you come from a low-income family. You come from a, a college background. You come from a college athlete background. It doesn't matter that where you come from. It just matters is do you have a heart, do you have a desire, and are you willing to go work? At the end of the day, she's willing to go work and make life. Life didn't happen to her. She's making life. And that excites me because just in the last year, I've seen her change the way she speaks, the way she talks. Now she's talking about getting people in the business because I think at the end of the day, that's what people want to know. Is there hope for me? Like, is there something better for me that I can grab a hold to? Yeah. You know, Barry always says something that you can never measure a man's heart or measure a woman's heart, you know, and you made a decision that I'm going to make this thing work. Even, you know, 21 parts of 22, you, you struggled a little bit. You were, you know, we have two avenues. You can come in and, and buy your own leads or you can come in and we, we, we pay for your leads for you. And you started out paying for your leads and, I noticed you, you weren't on a couple calls, and you know you weren't right in the business. And I called you up, and I was like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Well, I'm. What were you doing?" I was being casual. Yeah. I was being casual with the business because I did get a little bit ahead of myself. Um, this was the first time that I had seen, you know, the fruits of my labor at this size. They were. I'd never been in any industry where I could get paid the way that I was being paid. Yeah. So I took advantage of the business and I wasn't being as consistent as I should have been. And I did slip up a time or two, but you guys were there to catch me when I fall, you know, so it's, you have to stay determined, you know, you have to every single day, put in the time to put your head down and dial for, you know, three, four hours, if that's what it takes. Legitimately, and, how, how many how many days a week are you legitimately working? I mean, I'll work Monday through Friday. You if will, I need but to. but how much are you working right now? I mean, I could get Monday through Thursday. Yeah. is typical. What's a typical day look like? A uh, typical day, I get here in the office after we have our morning meeting that normally goes from ten to eleven. As soon as eleven hits, I'm on the phone. I am printing my leads, I'm calling them, and I book up my calendar until I get at least six, but I feel more comfortable at seven appointments on a daily average. Yeah. Um, out of those six to seven, what's, how many are you sitting with? Um, you know, What kind of business are you writing? Um, average, I sit with about four families out of the seven, sometimes five. Um, a lot of them end up getting rescheduled, a few no-shows. But if, if I sit with four families and I book seven appointments, on average I'm going to write one to two apps, Yeah. if not three. Sometimes I'll write three to four Yeah, as those well. are the numbers. I mean, we, we cut up all the time. If, if Michaela sits with them, you're going to write them, you yep. know, because, um, again, you've, you've developed a skill set that no one can take away from you. How, how, how long is the average call? So when you get them on video – What's the, how long does it take to, to sit with them and write an application? Well, it, it really just kind of depends. If I'm sitting with a couple, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer if I'm writing applications for both spouses. If I'm talking to a single family, it takes as, you know, about 45 minutes, probably less than that to get them, 
you know, the application put in, signed, and sent off to the insurance company. What would you tell somebody that, that's listening to you talk, you know, because the title of this one's going to be Former CNA Transition to Virtual Life Insurance Sales. What would you tell somebody that's watching that, that has never had any kind of sales experience before? What would you encourage them with? I would just simply tell them that anybody can do this. You don't have to have any previous experience, and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be in that lifestyle that you're in as the CNA. It's healthcare is great, but there's something better out there that, and you can do it. You just have to go through the training, go through the licensing, and surround yourself with like-minded people in the business, and you will succeed at this. Yeah, my wife is in healthcare, and she could not do what we do. You know, she just has a a passive personality, but it's not her calling. Her calling is to serve people. Um, but but with this, you know, you're still serving people. You know, you're helping people on their worst day, you know, mm-hmm. by you picking up that phone, making a phone call, booking an appointment, and giving them something that they need, right? You know, I, I said on our call this morning, we've never had a family send back a death claim check, have we? You know, uh, you're, you're, you're giving them something that they're going to need on that worst day. You know, that's the thing is, you know, we could sit here and talk forever, but Michaela has already spoken, you know, what winning and what success will look like. It's association, getting with the right people that really have the best interests that want you to win. She said, I stay consistent. When she was inconsistent, that's when her business went down. So staying consistent and then good old-fashioned hard work. Yeah. She made the comment however long it takes to hit my appointments. She doesn't pigeonhole herself that said, well, I'm only going to work an hour dialing the phone. Like she says, when I book my appointments, like that's the goal. So association, getting getting with the right people, again, just I, I'm tickled for her because I've seen where she come from and I've seen her be happy. Now she gets to spend time. She's got a sister that comes to visit her in the summertime. You flew she's, her down here, bought her talking, a plane ticket. Yeah, yeah, she's talking about wanting to move to LaGrange because it's like she sees a different side of Michaela that she knew several years ago. Yeah. It's a different lifestyle for, for my family. My sister can come down here and see how different it is, you know, that you can do this for yourself. It's possible. You don't have to result to what you are now you can be more than what you expected yourself to be. My sister comes down here and she sees that my house is paid for. She sees that I have a newer car that I can take care of my bills. She can see that I can take off time if I want to, to go up there and see family that's sick or family that, you know, I haven't seen in a long time. And, and it captivates you, you know, it lingers. Every time she comes down here, she's going to see that this is the lifestyle that I've made for myself yeah. and that she can do it too. Everybody needs somebody to look up to, you know, and, and she, she looks up to you. You mm-hmm. know, that, that's what lead, good leadership mentorship's about is showing somebody that there's a different world out there, you know, whether it be, you know, from a career standpoint, whether it be the way you treat people. Um, but it's just about setting that example. I mean, there was a time, Michaela, to where, you know, you went back to doing a little CNA work. That's right. You know, and I remember calling you like, what are you doing? Like, why would you spend your time doing that? You're not making any money doing that. Put that time towards this. And you believed me. You trusted in me. And uh, we, we 
changed you know some things for you and put you in a position and Michaela you hadn't looked back Mm-mm. I mean you had one of your biggest weeks last week how much did you deposit last week last week deposit or yeah, deposit I deposited uh, over eight thousand dollars last week <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> absolutely awesome that's I eight mean, months of pay from her previous yeah, eight career. months yeah. in four days of work you made what you would have made in eight months that's I mean, right. that's really, I mean, that's just painting the picture of mm-hmm. what it is. So the the best is yet to come. Michaela, you're an example. I mean, you you know, these calls that people see your name and they see what you do. And you like I said, you know, you, you've got those tattoos on your on your hand. Show, show everybody uh, what it says. Hope. Yeah. You're, you're giving somebody else hope by going out and grabbing hold to an opportunity. I mean, there's so many people that we've brought into the business that didn't stick, that didn't stay, mm-hmm. right? They're doing something else. This may not have been for them, but there's a lot out there that if they'd have just kept going, if they would have believed in the process, if they would have been consistent, what would that have looked like? And you almost went back, but you decided, hey, I'm going to go all in, and there's no telling what the future will hold. I think about that to this day. If I would have quit, there never would have been that $8,000 week. There never would have been that $300 a month app. There never would have been that opportunity if I just threw in the towel. Yeah. You know, and I was emotional that day that I came into your office. I, I, I came in, it was a Monday morning, and I got here before 9 a.m., I, I want to say it was, because I wanted to catch you early in your office before you had stuff going on. And I was, I was pretty emotional because... You know, you were you were blunt with me. You told me, you know, what are you doing? You're going backwards. You don't go backwards in this business. You can only go forward. So I just needed, you know, that push from you to keep going, and I'm not going to look back. Yeah. And listen, I, I, you, sometimes we don't like it, you know, um, but being around people that will tell you the truth. You know, my wife rips me more than anybody. She don't do it publicly. She does it privately. And she tells me the truth um, when, when I need to be called out. And, and, and that's what we do here. We, we're, we're very honest. I've been in this business 20 years. I'm not wasting time with anybody anymore. I'm telling them the truth of, of how I see it, right? You know, truth is polarizing. It's either attracting somebody or it's pushing somebody away, right? I want to tell the truth and attract the right people and polarize repel the wrong people and Michaela we're we're I could not be more proud of you I, t- I sent you a text last week telling you that um me and JB talk about you all the time um your best days are ahead of you oh, I appreciate it I couldn't do it without you guys I really couldn't if you weren't here in the office and you guys worked from home you know spent time with your families more and and didn't come to the office it would be it would be doable but it would be hard because I wouldn't be able to walk five feet and ask you a question about a family that I just helped or a a family who has a question about something that I don't know how to answer. So I just appreciate you guys being there for me in my business. It's going to be fun. We've got a long road to go. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. We do. I love it that the business doesn't change your life. You working in the business will change your life. See, just being here, it, it didn't change your life. You, it, it was you, Michaela. Yes, we have the resources, the system, and the business, but you went out and you worked for yourself. And that's what we do, man. We, the, you got leadership and mentorship, right? Leadership provides a path. 
mentorship is walking that path. And that's what we try to do every day is we walk that path with you that tries to get you where you want to go. And at the end of the day, it's good old fashioned hard work. You believed in your, you believed in the system first, but then you believed in yourself. And that's what a lot of people lack is belief in their self and their capabilities.